Hello, welcome to today's episode of My Life on the Sask Music D-List. I'm Andrea, the narrative. Today's episode, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about something in the back of everyone's mind. It's a bit of a trigger warning subject, but I hope you bear with me and stay here. So get comfortable and get cozy and let my life on the Sask Music D-list take control of your listening pleasure. Um, you may or may not know me personally, and you may or may not know that I am somewhat of a highly introverted individual, and I, like many others, struggle with large-scale social interaction. And if that's your trigger by how that institution that was supposed to be founded on values of love and compassion just wasn't. For me, I soon found myself with all these pent-up anxiety and depression feelings that led me down a dark path. And this was before for, well, MySpace existed then, just barely, and I soon found myself engaging in a lot of behaviors that were kind of bordering on self-harm. This greatly impacted a lot of my youth and a lot of the friendships I was able to make. I found myself as a loner and an outsider for so many years, for years and years. It was just my sister who became my best friend. Eventually, I left that school due to graduation. And I came of age where you start drinking And eventually, I just replaced one self-destructive habit with another. And once I discovered alcohol, I decided the self-harm behaviors I had used as a coping became no longer viable because it was kind of my dirty little secret shame I hid for years and I suffered in silence and then with alcohol it just became cycle after cycle and then eventually before I knew it I became a solo sad closet high functioning borderline alcoholic. And then I used it to mask social anxiety and feelings of doubt. Was I good enough? Could I do it? 
Could I make it out there? Um, anything was out. I used it to cope with anxiety, stress, depression, which was ongoing. Um, feelings of emptiness. Um, I'd also engage in binge drinking behavior. I did this on and off through probably most of my 20s. I'd go through periods where I'd go through heavy drinking periods, stop for a while, and I'd be good. And then I'd get back on and do it more. And then in my late 20s, I started to suffer from chronic migraines and I started taking medications for my anxiety and depression, which stated on them that you really, really shouldn't mix with alcohol. So all these meds have all of these terrible warning signs, do not mix with alcohol. Do not mix with alcohol, because this, 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 and that will happen. And I kept drinking. And after a while, It just, you know, it's, I kept going. I didn't think there was an end in sight. Eventually, I hit a point where I was at a workplace still doing the same thing, still very functionally alcoholic, borderline-y, and I had a Someone who I thought was my friend and was a coworker physically assault me and there was someone I had fairly regularly engaged with socially as a drinking buddy and after that event happened and there was a bit of a work thing about it. Um, I was coerced into signing a non-disclosure to make it disappear, even though I was victimized and silenced as a result. After that event, I just took a big moment, took a step back, and really reflected. Now I'm in my early 30s, and looking back at the past couple decades, really, yeah, I've done a lot of cool things, but have I been happy? Have I had fun along the way? Am I the person I want to be? Um, 
do I want to continue doing these destructive things that I've been doing all these years? So, fast forward a little over a year later, I've been sober and have maybe had a very few alcoholic beverages, like four or five over the past year, all spaced out, which is, it's not zero, but it's not not zero, which is very huge going from where I was. Um, where I was, was drinking every day or every other day of the amount of about a bottle of wine, probably. So that says a lot. And being a little person, um, that's a little bit excessive, I would say. How this affects the music I make and the career choices in the world of my life on the Sask Music D-List, I really don't know looking forward. I had planned a full-length record to come out in 2020, that's no longer on the table. That's not the story I want to tell anymore. That's not my narrative pathway. I see myself as a truth teller and my truth is fluid and ever changing as is all of your truth. I believe people can and do change. I'm proof of that, but it takes work and you have to be willing to put that work in. I know this has been a very heavy episode. More heavy episodes are to come. If you or someone you love needs help, there are resources available. There's a number of crisis hotlines and people who want to help you. Please reach out. In my journey, I had the opportunity to work with my brilliantly talented friend and artist of the digital media world of photography and wizardry. She goes by Hannah Alex Photography and at Hannah Alexis or Hannah Alex Boudoir Photography on Instagram. And it was really empowering to um, work with a friend and go outside to shoot for, for photos for creative projects down the line. 
As I've stated in previous episodes, outdoors and I are not too friendly together. We are, dare I say, enemies, especially in daylight because of those allegations of vampirism. However, with my journey to living better, healthier, um, I thought connecting with nature was a good idea, even though the thought of it makes me uncomfortable. So, as I'm preparing for this photo shoot, I'm amply applying a very, very thick layer of SPF 110. Yes, they do make that high. And yes, I'm serious. 110 is what I use. And I'm thinking to myself, why did I agree to this? Why am I even doing this? Um, and then it hits me. There was a purpose of me doing this. It was for great personal growth. It was to experience what it was like to work truly free and sober with a photographer out in nature, truly experiencing. A little while ago, I was also granted the opportunity to perform a live set sober for the first time. This was during Pride, during the West Funk Memorial Latte event, an event that is very near and dear to my own heart, as I'd met Wes a number of times, and he was and continues to be a great influential figure in the community of Saskatoon and the area. And playing that set it really made me just so... It opened up so many feelings that I, I hadn't had in a while while playing. It was strange. For years and years I've been playing sets, but to do it sober for the first time in years was just something I hadn't experienced and allowed myself to have. Uh, I think I'll continue doing it in the future. So, Those are my thoughts on this episode. I know it was a very heavy one. I'm wishing you all the very best. Love, light, and blessings. Andrea, the narrative out.